You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Welcome to the Shutdown Full Cast. The internet's only college football podcast. You are listening to the dulcet tones of one Spencer Hall. Uh, joining me, my co-host, my only co-host at the moment, uh, Jason Kirk. Say hello, Jason. Now, what do non-dulcet tones sound like? Could you could you give us? Because <laughs> sometimes know. you do sound like that, but you yeah. you you turned up the dulcimeter for the folks this evening so they could enjoy the the dulcetness. Yeah, I did. The dulcimeter. <laughs> These are fatal readings on this dulcimeter. <laughs> My God, he's too smooth. He's too smooth. He's Lou Rawls. He's gone Lou Rawls. <laughs> oh, no. He's Joe Tess. Jesus, get out of the way. Um, I think the non-dulcimeter. The, 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 the machine machine by your side, instead of going like, doot, 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 you know, it's just like, doot. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> he's hit Mel Torme. Bail. Joining us, uh, as always, guests, Holly Anderson, say hello. I think the opposite of dulcet is probably me, based on I our think, listener feedback. I think it's Ed Orgeron. That's a hammer dulcimer right there. <laughs> Emphasis on the hammer. <laughs> yeah, that's what the dulcimeter reads if it goes the other direction. It's just him going, oh, 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 oh. oh. 
and uh, the recently traumatized Ryan Nanny, who I know is ready and raring to talk about this past college football weekend. Ryan, like, tell me, man, what what'd you see? What do you want to talk about? Spencer, I need you to not talk from here on out. Mm-hmm. The, rest, the the following is directed Finally. exclusively at Jason and Holly. Okay. Um, Jason and Holly, can you confirm that neither of you witnessed or read about the ending of the Philadelphia Eagles Cincinnati Bengals NFL game? No. Why would I do that? Uh, okay. Joe, Joe Burrow, of course. I'm is. sorry, I can't confirm that. Why would I consume that game? <laughs> Despite Joe Burrow being my biological son, I I, I abandoned my boy. <laughs> I did you not watch that game. Child. Okay. Um, let's set the stage a little bit. The Eagles coming into this game were 0-2. They had blown a 17-point lead in week one to the Washington football team, and they had basically gotten pantsed by the LA Rams in week two. They entered week three facing... The Cincinnati Bengals, who were, as you may have gleaned, 2019's worst team in the NFL. That's not me being mean. That's how NFL draft order works. Mm. So to call this an important game for Doug Peterson, the head coach of the Eagles, and for the team as a whole, would be uh, entirely modest W. This game went into overtime. It did not go into overtime because of some valiant uh, last-minute scramble by Joe Burrow and the Bengals. No, they had the lead, and with about 30 seconds left, Carson Wentz scored the tying touchdown for the Eagles. They kicked the extra point and sent us to extra time. Nothing happened in overtime. No points were scored for most of the dura- for most of the game. I'll, spoiler, for all of the game. But um, the Eagles, and that's in large part because the Eagles' defense played quite well. They allowed 15 yards to the Bengals in overtime, except for their last drive, which we'll get to. And they sacked Joe Burrow three times. So that's the defensive side of the ball. We are not here to talk about them. We're here to talk about the offense, who started at their own 46 with a minute 41 remaining and one timeout with the game tied 23-23. They quickly picked up a first down to get to the Cincinnati 44 with a minute 26 to play. They ran two, uh, they had two short runs, and then they snapped the ball with 22 seconds left on third and seven, and Carson Wentz, as he is wont to do, failed to complete a pass. Fun fact, in the middle of this overtime, there was a note that Carson Wentz had just uh, had just completed his 225th yard of passing in this game, a game that went to the entirety of overtime. Carson Wentz, the quarterback that the Eagles traded up for, 225 yards in an overtime game. So it's fourth and seven. I repeat that the Eagles are 0-2 and facing the Bengals. Mm-hmm. They have the ball um, at where they are looking at a 51-yard field goal if they uh, attempt this. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's a 59-yard field goal. I misspoke. There's 19 seconds left, and the Eagles kicker is Jake Elliott. He's 10 of 17 from 50-plus yards in his career. He has already had a 61-yarder 
in his career, and he's hit a 54-yarder this season. So now he's facing a 59-yard attempt. The game is tied, 19 seconds left. What do you think happens next, let's say, Holly? Mm, A series of timeouts all burnt in succession by team by a team that shouldn't have needed them there is a stoppage in play so i'm going to give you partial credit for that which stadium are we playing at uh we are in the link we are in philadelphia Mm. with piped in booze and uh imaginary trash being thrown on the field i'm gonna guess uh a splittage of the earth and the uh zombies that are in the jail beneath the field pour forth um, and block the field goal attempt because surely a field goal was attempted. Jason, that would have been the superior emotional outcome. What happened was a false start, and that moved this ball back. <laughs> uh, a false start by whom? By by Philadelphia by a Philadelphia guard, I believe. You know, okay, if you definitely. think about it, a zombie is kind of a false start. I guess so. I would I would argue it's a late hit, but well, that's um, how you get rid of them. That's true. <laughs> Targeting. Um, they're, they're definitely off. Spencer, I asked you not to talk. Targeting. It's tar- if targeting is if there are several characteristics. So if you spear the zombie with the crown of the skull and you lunge, that is definitely targeting. That's right. So, Philly was going to attempt a 59-yard field goal, which if they missed was going to give Cincy the ball around midfield with, let's say, five seconds or so run off the clock during the attempt with about 14 seconds left to play. What do you think they do now? They're now on the Cincinnati 46. They would be attempting a a, um, 64-yarder, which is an insanely long kick. But again, (laughs) the game is tied. At this point, it's like 4th and 12. So So just going for it on 4th down is not necessarily a higher percentage play. What what would you do in this situation, Jason, if you're the coach? How many seconds do I have? You have 19 seconds left, and I believe the Bengals have no timeouts remaining. Okay. I mean, we have time to do one of those sideline routes and get into a decent Hail Mary situation. I mean, sure. You, you can, he could throw from there. Yeah. It's Carson Wentz, so it's, who knows where it's going, but I'd like to use half my 19 seconds to get closer, to get close enough, if nothing else, get close enough for a field goal. Okay. And, and what's your thinking if, if you fail and if you turn the ball over on downs? Well, I'm playing the Bengals, so they're not going to do anything with it. Okay. Holly, what are you doing with the ball at this point? I would run out the clock to end the game because it's the NFL. You know what? Even that would be more, uh, would be more decisive. Oh, no. I was kind of guessing that's what happened. No. Um, oh. Philadelphia punted the ball away. Hmm. Philadelphia, oh. Philadelphia did the thing that guaranteed was not going to win them the game. If you attempt a long field goal, a 64-yarder, maybe you hit it. You, like, I'm not going to say the chances are great that you, you will, but you have a guy who can hit from long. And, like, it is, it is indisputably a way you can win the game. Jason's path is another option where you try to get closer and still use the clock that you have. Or you can just throw a Hail Mary at that point. You can just say, let's just go for, let's just go for the end zone in one play. 
Holly's selection doesn't necessarily help you win, but it is funny. Oh, but I wasn't trying to. Right, and it might confuse the other team. Punting is the one decision that guarantees you will not win the game. The Eagles did not lose because the Bengals got the ball at like their own nine, and we're like, fine, we'll run one play. We'll just run run the did ball they, once. Did they punt it back? They did not. I wish, oh, my, my sincere hope was that they took a knee and then celebrated like they won a playoff game. <laughs> well, they're that the Bengals. <laughs> they're the Bengals, so. It was, um, it was life-giving. Now, could it have been that yeah. the plan was sky punt, give the coverage team a lot of time to get down there, hit stick, point of impact, pick sure. up the fumble, run it in. <laughs> it's, it's entirely, yes, you know what? It's possible, although... If I'm remembering correctly, that's he would have to catch the ball cleanly and start returning it for that to be the case, right? Yeah, you time it really well. Okay. Yeah. Like if he just if he just drops the ball, that's a muff and you can't advance it. So I'm, you can I'm recover. Gathering the fellas. All sure. right. Uh, yeah. st- stoppage of play, circling up my punt team and I'm saying hit stick. And they know what to do because we had lots and lots of practice time this off season. Yeah. Um, so we have done this a hundred times. Sure. We've, we've run this drill. We've run the 64 yard field goal abandonment punt yes. drill. Yeah. When you put it like that, it sounds downright romantic. It's so now the Eagles, it's just, it's just <laughs> physics, right? So now the Philadelphia Eagles, my favorite football team in all of space time are O two and one. And I love them like the stupidest son anyone's ever had. I love them so much. Watching them go out in front of an empty stadium when they're already 0-2, when they have a defense that probably wouldn't let the Bengals get into field goal range, when the Bengals are the Bengals, and watching them say, no thank you, (laughs) we we would rather burn our own house down rather than risk watching you do it. But they only burned it halfway. That's right. We We would rather just set our car on fire. We would rather in just the buy a new roof that we don't need. Do you think that since the NFL will probably be canceled in, uh, I don't know, about a month, do you yeah, think go Titans. the Bengals having finishing with an 0-6-1 record? Because, like, surely the Eagles will, will win a game. But the Bengals I'm are not. Have... I'm not convinced that that's true, but okay, <laughs> go ahead. They, do, they will play the Giants at some point, so. Well, well there's another tie. Yeah. Yeah. God, it, I've, I, I'm not kidding. I watched this happen. It's Tuesday now. I have thought about this approximately once every nine hours. <laughs> it is the best thing I've because like to tie it to, to finish an NFL game within a tie takes some doing. Like you can't be so bad that you let the other team accidentally score. And you can't be so good that you yourself score. And like I I'm trying to figure out like, was there any Amount of time, like if it had been nine seconds instead of 19, would they have tried the field goal? If it had been four seconds, or or was Doug Peterson just like, abort, cancel game, do over, nothing counts? So I'm sure this point has been made, Mm -hmm. but it is precedent for the Philadelphia Eagles to not know that in the NFL, after the first overtime (laughs) period, the game (laughs) ends. This is already canon that the Eagles' knowledge on this subject is, is sure. um, has its own interpretation. Yeah. So possibly he thought it, they were heading for the second frame, the sixth frame. That's right. Um, this is the look, look. College football happened, and I watched some of that too. 
the Eagles are the only team that matter. They're the only team that live in my heart. <laughs> and they're the only team I ever want to talk about. Because, like, here's the other thing. A, a roughly, like, not exactly, but within a couple hours or so of this happening, what was happening to the Falcons, they yes. were blowing a lead to who? I can't the, even keep track. The Bears this time. The, yeah. and, the Bears. And yeah. Spencer, you can answer this. Who was the quarterback? Well. He, he doesn't know. No, no, I do know. <laughs> okay. The, it started out as Matt Strubansky. That's right. That's yep. it. That's his but name. But they ban- they banched him. They burnched him. Yeah. They burnt. No, he's, this isn't Pittsburgh. They banched him. <laughs> they binged him. Binged, they banched yeah, him. Binged. For Nick Foles. Yeah. Yeah. Nick Foles, Super Bowl winner with the Philadelphia Eagles, mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. busy. To be fair, yeah. When he comes off the bench. He's, sure. he's invincible. There's simply no way to contain him. Now, <laughs> keep in mind, granted, to be fair, the Falcons' defense did also allow Mitchell Trubisky to scamper for like 60 yards without a single defender in frame. So, well, he was always called. Were, he was always called the next Michael Vick. So. Granted, he yes, he he did break several of Barry Sanders' rushing records <laughs> while di- in college dy- at North Carolina. He, his dynamic at UNC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but fifth uh, gear Mitch—that's what they call him. <laughs> um, yeah. So second week in a row since the NFL podcast. Now second yeah. week in a row, the Falcons blew a 15-plus point lead uh, under the tenure of a coach who has already suffered the worst loss in the history of football. Um, yeah, I love it. It's it's I've I've fully turned on them. I'm going to watch. Uh, there's nothing they can do to make me stop. I'm here to laugh at them. <laughs> Um, like, I will do this again. <laughs> like, like it's it is seriously a whole new level of fandom each week. Like, I thought twenty eight three made me an invincible sports fan. No, it just made me impervious to pain. Now I've it's not even that I it's not even enjoying pain. I don't even acknowledge pain. I don't care if they lose. I want something funny to happen. I tune in for the comedy. That is what I get out of rooting for my favorite sports well, team. Well, guess, guess what Netflix um, is going to suggest to you to watch next? The Philadelphia fucking Eagles. That's what. <laughs> Doug Peterson could be playing blackjack with the devil. The, 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 the doomsday clock could go to 1201. The devil could look over at him and say, hey, it's time. You have five minutes left. And Doug Peterson would fold his hand. So doomsday is at 1206? I think so. Okay. You know what? Yeah, because you know you like. It's smart to build in buffer. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So when they put it eleven fifty nine, we're like, oh fuck. Well, you know, there's there's like there's the pregame, and then there's the anthem. (laughs) There's the kickoff is until after uh, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman (laughs) introduce the starters of the apocalypse. Right. Right. The the sun. Yes. Yes. Yeah, there was uh, there was lightning. The NCAA said there's lightning. You have to wait 15 sure. minutes. And it's mm-hmm. like, no shit, there's lightning. It's the apocalypse. Yep. I think you should just remember that Doug Peterson makes $7.7 million a year. Because <laughs> <laughs> he won a Super Bowl. Thanks. He to won Foles. a Super Bowl, and he beat the Patriots to do it. Thanks yeah. To Nick thanks, to Nick, thanks to Nick Foles. When you make $7.7 million a year, you can start to think some very reckless things about your financial security. So... It's kind of encouraging that Doug Peterson, seeing a hand that he might win or might lose, simply folded and said, you know what? I heard the Bellagio's got a great buffet. I'm going to walk myself <laughs> over there. 
Get some you crab know, legs. You know where I'm always a winner? At the French toast bar. <laughs> That's, <yeah. laughs> That's You know what? You know what this is? This is a push. You know what? And a push in Vegas, when you've already got tickets for Cirque du Soleil, thank you, John. Thank you for those, by the way. I'll take three pieces yeah. of bread in my club sandwich, that is. What are, so... I guess so. The logic against not kicking is you don't want it to be blocked and run back. Yeah. Or I, primarily, I mean, there's that, and there's the, like maybe it would set up. It would set up the Bengals for a throw or two. But sure. And I think I think my baby boy. I did see the stats. I think he had a 300 yard day. Is is that he? Was, he there? was Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow didn't have a bad day. And yes, you could have lost. But like, what was the point of playing 74 minutes? Of of football against the Bengals, if you were just going to pack up and go home at the end That's of it, it's a lot of exercise. Um, yeah, it is. It is difficult to work out. You know, to work out with your friends these days. Sure. So, yeah. Um, getting to do that for three hours, I'm sure four hours. Goodness, it, this is the only game where I regret there not being a full crowd. Because I cannot <laughs> a full like crowd. like like you would have seen a retired Philly firefighter vomit up a mace and throw it directly <laughs> at Tug Peterson. Maybe he that's smuggled he it in it. in his stomach. Maybe he did it um, just because he knew he would never be able to get away with this ever again. <laughs> it's time for my worst idea. Now's the time. I feel Run. so oppressed by this crowd. They don't let me, they don't let me create. Runs, runs to his own end zone after yeah. the game and just pisses all over the logo. <laughs> He's just yelling, Wawa sucks! Wawa sucks! I can say whatever I want. No one's here. <clears throat> the internet's only college football podcast. That's not even true anymore. Even that's not true anymore. God. Even that's not true. That's the true. Eagles are the only stable thing in my life. It's the Eagles and Holly. And Holly, I'm sorry that you got lumped in with the Eagles. Mm, that's like the nicest thing that's ever been said about me on this show. Um, the, well, I mean, people, we have said on multiple occasions that you are capable of murder. That's just a fact. That's not a value judgment. Yeah, it's not a compliment. I'm mm. not complaining, by the way. I don't, I, think deserve, it, I don't deserve anything more than what has been said about me. Spencer, I think instead of capable, like... Uh, talented at murder, right? Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Frankly, we're tired of watching her do it. That's how good she is. We're <laughs> like, next. Full cast compliment sounds like an old timey turn of phrase where like that means you actually don't like somebody. Like, oh, he gave him an old full cast compliment, eh? Yeah, yeah, wow. Like a, like a Bronx cheer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, he's king of the late night billiard hall. All sorts of vaudeville insults to somebody, right? This man is truly for the birds. That's why he has a bird under his hat. Go That's birds. why he's owned by birds. Go birds. Go, bir go birds. <laughs> and, you know, I'm going to kill Doug Peterson. I love you, Dougie. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill him with his Super Bowl ring. Yeah, that's it. It's a tribute. I'm going to I'm going to find I'm, I'm going to find Nick Foles and I'm going to swing him like a club at you. I'll hurt both of you real bad. The. Now that we've had the first 10 minutes of the podcast devoted to the most important college football team, the Philadelphia Eagles, I, I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> sure. I For the record. Them. I love these stupid Eagles so much. 
<laughs> Ryan, so it was so to be clear, it was this event that caused you caused you to dedicate your life to the Eagles and to welcome Doug Peace. Peterson I've so life. I've always I think like this has always been a pretty pro Philly podcast. Sure. You know, we, mm-hmm. any city that that sees a robot and is like beat the shit out of it. Yeah, like, I'm going to kill that robot. <laughs> Star First. listen, if if Star Wars, if the if in a new hope 3PO and R2 land in Philadelphia instead of Tatooine. Movie's over in seven minutes. I'm going to throw it right in the water. <laughs> if they gonna... land in Philly, then ultimately Star Wars 9 never happens. So go birds. Yeah. Go birds. Yeah. Um, I, there is a team, by the way, that if I think we can go ahead and wash the veneer of excellence off of them and just enjoy them for the learning curve they're going to be on this year. The experience, the journey, the voyage of personal discovery that they're all going to go on together. I'd like it to be LSU. Because LSU went from, woohoo, I won the lottery to, dang, where'd I put that duffel bag of, th- of hundreds? Where'd it go? Oh, dang it. Claude Dane, get my gun. Yeah. I'm gonna, I just want to clown on LSU for about three minutes. Maybe five? Do you want me to We'll see. You? No, no, no! Don't okay. tie me! Don't tie me because there's there's no telling. That would be covering me time wise, and I don't wow. think LSU and coverage should be associated in the same word this week. Because, man, Mike Leach went out there with 1994, the hottest offense in 1994, and put up over 600 yards passing on you. Six, six, six hundred. In fairness, who could have foreseen could... that Mike Leach wasn't going to change a fucking thing? Uh, about his offense. The chameleon, Mike Leach. <laughs> <laughs> that bastard is trying three plays now. <laughs> Not one. I, at times, I was sitting there calling out the plays. Not because I'm brilliant, but because I was like, well, that's the third one. And there's the first one. There's the second one. And the second one. And the second one. And there's the third one. KJ Costello didn't even get on campus until June. June. Like, like that's this was like, do you remember how bad Mississippi State was at passing the ball? Like Nick Fitzgerald, who I think we said that it was like watching somebody try to throw a football with hooves for hands. So for about two or three years, Mississippi State Twitter used the hashtag uh I forget the exact wording, always run, never pass, as I believe mm-hmm. the message. And I assume that has completely flip flopped. Always pass. Never run. Yeah. Now Kylan Hill's just like, cool. I- I'm cool with like eight carries a game. As long as I get the 23 receptions that I'm going to get for the rest of the year. <laughs> just catching swing passes for days, y'all. Yeah, they couldn't. Like, they, at one point they motioned somebody. And I was like, oh, that guy. The guy in motion. Like, sometimes Mike Leach calls plays like you're playing Madden. Or like you're playing NCAA if you put a guy in motion. Jason, when you play it, have you ever put a guy in motion who is not immediately going to run a streak that you call? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so. But I mean, That's a if, lie. You, if you send the guy in motion, you are throwing to him, though. Yeah. You're, okay. One, you're definitely throwing to him. Two, I'm gonna give you about a 98% chance that you audible to uh, a go route that you send him deep. So Mississippi State in the fourth quarter motions a dude comes left to right, right behind. Everybody goes, oh yeah, that guy. That's where the ball's going if you're playing NCAA. Oh, look, he's running a go route. <laughs> That's where the ball went <laughs> for a touchdown. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. That was only about a 40-yarder. Yeah. How many, how many passing yards did Mississippi State finish with? 
600 and I want to say 660? Six, no, I'm trying to get to 666, which Mike Leach will try to do at one point. Uh, 623. I believe it was six. Okay. Yeah, 623 for KJ Costello. Let me find. You continue. I'm going to try and find the last team to throw for 666. How long do you think it took in 2019 Mississippi State to reach that many passing yards for the season? What game do you think <laughs> they did it in? Eight. Okay, that's that's very silly. Mm-hmm. Five. Close. It's four. Four? Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. They uh, asked me how many 300-yard passing games Mississippi State had last year. How many 300-yard uh, passing games did Mississippi State have last year? Zero. Not one. Wow, I was going to say one. Uh, I don't... I'm... I'm not sure anyone has ever thrown for 666 passing yards in a game. It hasn't happened in at least 20 years in FBS, uh, per sports reference. If it has not happened at Wazoo, especially under Leach, I I mean, to be fair, if it hasn't happened at Lubbock under Leach either, yeah. I'm keeping in mind. Really... Oh, that opened the Stargate, wouldn't it? There's possibly D3. That's the only thing I'm keeping in mind here. You know, mm. like down in the lower levels, things get real weird. Yeah, Dante Satan. taught us that. <laughs> That's, that's yeah, the whole point of Dante. Those, those, uh, those and underground And he's wearing levels. the turnover necklace made of assholes. <laughs> Although, 666, technically, that is at the top level. It's the weird stuff at the bottom that bubbles up to the top, and then we have 666 on our actual uh, planet's crust here. So it's like a, it's like a water main problem? Yeah. Yeah, that's what Revelation is about. Is right. <laughs> what you're telling me. I'm just going to do Dante's Underground, but with Super Mario graphics and the music from the underworld levels. Oh, is that... Yeah. Oh, absolutely. If that's not down there, I'm going to be so mad when I get there. By the way, what is Lubbock's version of Dante's Underworld? If you're like, the potato salad here, it's just mustard. That's all it is. No potatoes. No taters. It's just mustard. There's not dust in anything or on anything. It's horrifying. Like the Lubbock underworld. Is that like 10 feet down? They have trees. Or I guess you got to drill for oil. oil Is it like a rainforest? Yeah, it'd be a rainforest. It's so confusing. (laughs) Everything here could kill you too, but it's all wet. (laughs) (laughs) It's all wet and everybody's a Texas fan. It's horrible. Is it possible, Spencer, that you manifested everything that LSU was doing? It's entirely possible. Don't give him that power. Well, here's my logic. Because Spencer, at one point, I'm pretty sure... Yeah, I'm looking at it. He In February, Spencer wrote, like, basically, don't worry about 2020 if you're LSU. Just treat it as football Mardi Gras. Like, it'd be great, you know... Run the table and repeat. That'd be fun. But mm-hmm. just, like, have a good time. Don't really worry about it. Like, given how many players have <laughs> decided they'd just rather not participate, which is fine. Not going to blame them in the slightest. And given uh, Bo Pelini choosing not to really participate from a defensive play-calling perspective, like, maybe they listened? Having a little lanyard? Yeah. Maybe... So the part of that that 
might be through me is the have a good time. Did they appear mm-hmm. to be having a good time on Saturday? Mm-mm. No, no, not at all. And Which... the fellows who opted out. Uh... Hmm. <laughs> good idea. <laughs> I really? was just thinking about what a good time they were having uh, prior to opting out. Maybe mm. they were setting up a good time. Like maybe this is where you have to have something go like this is where you fuck up a chore so that your parents don't ask you to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Like you, you load the dishwasher so poorly that it breaks three things. They're like, how you're 14. How did you manage that? They're like, don't load the dishwasher. And you're like, great. Cause nobody's that- like the pressure's way off LSU now. I think the, the funniest arguments I heard coming were this, that, one, well, they just need to practice, you know, tackling. Okay. <laughs> Do you, is that going to interfere with trying to cover everyone uh, running crossing routes all day in man? When there are very obvious patented ways to defend this offense with superior talent that have worked before. And by the way, LSU, not a real controversial statement, probably still has superior talent to Miss State. Yeah, you might have looked at some of that film. You know, you might have looked at what Jimmy Lake did at Washington. Because I don't believe Washington State out there scored more than 14 points against Jimmy Lake the entire time that Mike Leach was at Washington State. Every year, Apple Cup come up and go, man, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. This is your Washington State's going to do it. Look at it. It's going to be amazing. We're going to have a serious game. And they play Washington, and they get skull drag. Just, just thrown around the place. Denied. Beautiful Garter Minshew. Our mustachioed boy, who maybe had the only successful transition from college to pros, that was 100% flawless and that it was like, oh, man, where where can they go where Gardner Minshew's entire mystique, his image won't be ruined? <laughs> Jags, baby! That's it's perfect. Fa- Where's he going? He's positively fancy. The only quarterback who had a successful tra- transition from the NFL, from college to the NFL. Somebody should go from the NFL to college, damn it. I'm just going to say that. And that person should probably be Tom Brady. So I can watch him Chris- get sacked in the Sun Belt. I feel like Chris Winkie did it. He kind of did, didn't he? Yeah. I choose to believe that's what happened. Just ran time backwards. Whoa, Freaky Friday. Yeah. Is my hair back? Well. This is true. (laughs) If you ask me to guess Chris Winkie's age, I'm not sure I could get the right decade. No. Who's older, Chris Winkie or Jake DeLome? Shit. Yep. I'm going to go Jake DeLome. Oh, I don't know. I'm not looking. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not not reading all that. No. (laughs) No, I don't want to find that out. Come on. Uh, please at uh, 38 Godfrey and tell him who you think is older. Don't tell him anything else. Yeah, just just one of those two names. <laughs> yeah. The yeah, just yeah, just bombard him with emails that just say Jake Delome. He's gonna be so mad. He's like, is this a Batman thing? Are you guys yeah. fucking with me about Batman? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Chris Wanky. Is that is that a is that a code for the Riddler? No, it's not code for the Riddler. Chris Winkie's older, by the way. Than the Riddler? Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. He's older. He's 48. Wow. Yeah. I, I definitely would not have gotten that decade right. Okay. Real real age, though, if I had to just clock it, I bet that guy's birth certificate says he's 53. Easy. And then when he was at Florida State, it's like, what? 32? Yeah. Yeah. He's around 32. So, yeah, I don't know what on earth LSU was doing. I don't know what they were thinking. I don't know how they were doing the same thing over and over again against a team that, like, 
we all said, couldn't throw for 60 yards last year. Um, I don't know why on earth um, they didn't adjust anything. And I don't know what KJ Costello was thinking exactly other than, oh my God, this is awesome. <laughs> I played for David Shaw and now I can throw the ball 500 times a game wherever I want at will. This is brilliant. What a, what a wonderful feeling to come from Stanford where I'm sure they were probably telegraphing plays and like, you can throw to one of two men and if not, take a sack and we will punt. I wish Stanford was like brass ballsy enough to just run a massive social campaign after that game. Just be like, yeah, basically Stanford beat LSU. Basically. Kind I mean, of surprised given their Silicon Valley alignment that they don't have a more belligerent social media presence, except in the years when Ryan is rooting for them. That's true. I mean, hashtag what be... Stanford made. <laughs> yeah, what what would be more Stanford than taking credit for a state school's performance and putting it on their shoulders? Yeah, I did that. We did that. We funded it. You see, we we put the initial investment into KJ Costello, and then we he went to the state. We drank his blood to keep ourselves young. Oh, <laughs> sorry, that was that was real specific. <laughs> But accurate. Entirely accurate. Now they're going to leverage buyout Mississippi State. We own it now, you fools. Yeah. Sweet. We bought up all your stock. We, we now just... we're taking all the money out. I think Weird. with Mississippi State, it's it's literally stock in terms of like... That's true. Yeah. 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 Chicken stock, pig stock. Or foreclosing on Bully. Oh, God. Bully's credit rating. <laughs> it's ruined. It was already bad. It was. I don't think Bully's credit Bully. <laughs> All right, lightning round. In what what mascot's name could you open a line of credit in that town with no second guessing? I'm going to say Bevo. Sir Big Spur. Um, I think Reveille surpasses this. Wow. Oh, Mm. yeah, Shirley. She's she's like the president. Like, she doesn't doesn't carry a wallet or keys or anything. She has people to do that for her. I disagree on a technicality. I don't think Reveille could get a line of credit because that implies that Reveille would have to pay it back. Yeah. Not really. Like, Nick Saban has, Nick Saban has, (laughs) quote, fingers, mortgages to pay, right? Mm -hmm. Nick Saban has debt. Reveille also has the good sense not to get caught up in a bunch of South Florida real estate hooey, though. Am I right, boys? Why does Reveille own a Mountain Dew bottling plant? That's confusing. I would also say this. I'm going to really disagree with Ryan because there's no way Big Spur isn't cash only. There's no (laughs) way. I'm sorry. Are these all camel cash? How did you still have these? Yeah, but then then you don't take him and he starts pecking. I'm going to pay you in a handful of shotgun shells, four pearls, and this pack of smokes. And Big Spur's like, I'm going to make it work. Let's go do business with you. <laughs> like Big Spur's paying people in Animal Crossing goods, right? He's like, well, I have iron and I have a shirt. Will you take that? Strictly barter with him. A God, shirt. imagine playing Settlers of Catan with Will Muschamp. <laughs> that South Carolina man owns a shirt. I ain't building a road longer than three. I ain't doing it. <laughs> um, I Yeah, I think the mascot, by the way, who can get a loan, no questions asked, no matter what, at any time, is the Stan 
for Tree because he's the son of privilege. He's clearly insane and has no qualifications, and that's why he'll get the loan. He'll walk up and be like, hey, I need $48 billion for my mine. You're like, I invented a marrow transplant system. You want to invest? Yeah, and George Schultz will be like, that sounds really prudent. It's Henry DIY. Kissinger's on my board. Yeah. God, he would be. Speaking of drinking blood. I mean my skateboard. He's right behind me. Hello. Fucking Ollie, Hank. <laughs> he would, too. You'd be like, man, I hope Kissinger dies doing that Ollie. And he'd pull like a... And he'd Ollie over a trash can. You'd be, be like, I hate you, old man. Die. This is getting This is getting awkward at this point. If Henry Kissinger dies in a skateboarding accident tomorrow, our powers are off the tape. We can't use them anymore. <laughs> No, wait, why would you want to stop? If we killed Henry Kissinger, why would you want to stop? Brian, if that happens, I want a metal pin to our chests. (laughs) Yeah. What if Henry Kissinger. Where's the grateful nation? Jesus. What are we. No, but are we considering the more likely outcome that he pulls a sick Ollie over a trash can and we're all like, oh, God. Damn it. Okay, if that happens, our powers are off limits. Shit, no, that's just gonna make me want to use him more too. Oh. Be so, you know, worst part will be like, I'm so jealous of his old ass. I think all, all that will mean is we just need to learn how to get more specific. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's the Stanford Stanford tree. Definitely there. The one mascot I know could not get uh could not get it and would not want it is Smokey. Okay. Smoke. Oh, Smokey doesn't trust banks. Smokey's like. Mm-mm. <laughs> Yeah, what would Smokey be doing in a bank? This is like Ugga walks in the door and they're like, not again, dude. We're going to call your dad if you don't get out of here. <laughs> Ugga's just a UGA fan. Right? I mean, Ugga, they're just going to wait on the estate. <laughs> it's, com- it's coming in like a year or two. And then that little house on the sideline, you can repo that thing for the rest so, of it. Just took like the loan it, off- so I didn't have to. That's the great. loan officer going, a five-year loan? <laughs> you sure about that, sir? Come Uga, on. Why did you take out a Burger King credit card? <laughs> uh, because it came with a free visor, idiot. <laughs> would you get a Burger King credit card? <laughs> no. no I mean, I would. Actually, I would, and I would use it all the time just to see would. if anybody said anything. <laughs> just handed it over. Does this say Burger King Bank? <laughs> sir, this yeah. is a Nordstrom. I'm sorry, it's this Burger King Platinum, you fuckface. Swipe it. Swipe it. Um, the black it doesn't have a chip. They can't afford it. <laughs> yeah, the black card, the black is the, it's not black, it's the char grilled. I'm sorry, this is the Burger King char grilled. This card, sir, is guaranteed by the Royal Bank of Burger. <laughs> That would be oh, great if it oh was like... Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Legal tenders, y'all. <laughs> I can't even get to a joke. I just want your brain I just wanted to, to say sit it. on fine. your brain. I just wanted to say it out loud. God, it'd be even better if it were backed by, like, the People's Republic or, like, the People's Army. If it was backed by, like, the PRC's army, right? I mean, what the, time is it? The Grand Army of China. Guarantees wow. my Burger King credit card. Turns out the Burger King was the Shah all along. <laughs> nuts, man. Anyway, swipe it. <laughs> I, I, I got to buy these shotgun shells. We're doing a barter with Sir Big Spur. Because <laughs> he only takes cash, bullets, or ass. And I only got two of them, buddy. Also seashells. <laughs> It's seashells. Sparkly. They gotta be sparkly. 
No, they got to be the good <sighs> ones. None of that stucky shit. That's right. You're welcome, LSU. Uh, I was going to clown on you instead. We ended up talking about the credit rating of various mascots. Can I do a, speaking of LSU losing, can I do a PSA real quick? Please, Please sure. <clears throat> For as much as our listenership counts as public. Um, actually, we all went to public schools, so yeah, that's the spirit. Uh, Blood Week, the very popular concept, popularized to some degree by this show. When lots and lots of t- highly ranked college football teams all lose at once. Happens about once a season. We've already declared one for this year because of some AP top 25 chicanery. Uh, if we happen to get another one during the course of the season, naturally, that would be a wonderful boost and bonus, especially because we didn't get one last year. So I understand folks are fired up, eager, raring for one to produce itself. Um, it's great you that you're be excited. Patient. We like that. It's great you're excited, but don't yeah. scare it. You jinxed it. When Georgia was struggling with Arkansas, let's let's really let's really uh, drink in that fact that Georgia was struggling with Arkansas. Oklahoma had lost to Kansas State. LSU was losing to Mississippi State, and Texas was losing to Texas Tech all at once. With other top twenty-five games still to go, A and M was going to have a real hard time with Vandy. Uh, Tennessee South Carolina was going to be a Tennessee South Carolina game. So <laughs> Auburn Auburn was struggling with Kentucky for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Auburn had barely pulled, you know, uh, yeah. barely we pulled away Auburn. in the saw. last few minutes from Kentucky. But mm-hmm. the mentions, uh, the Discord, is this a blood week? Is this a blood week? What? Give it time. Give it time. You'll know when it's time. We can't. Uh, we tried to tell y'all in the offseason, mm-hmm. but this is what it feels like when it actually happens. When you know, there won't be a question. We can't spook it. If Oklahoma goes down, all right, that's a promising sign. If LSU's defending champ LSU's losing, that's a promising sign. But all the, the, the we woke the blood gods before their feast was ready, and they retaliated by letting Georgia cover against Arkansas. Boo. I hope so. that everyone learned a valuable lesson. But also, I'm a slightly disappointed that given the demographic makeup of the audience of the show, that more of you are not adept at uh, stalking a deer, so to speak, because that's kind of what we're doing here. Are we gonna sell Blood Week branded deer stands? Is that absolutely what I'm we are? Damn, we're gonna be rich at, at Buck at Bucky's. <laughs> if it ain't Bucky's or Stuckies, it ain't shit. Mm-hmm. I want that shirt. Is it like With a one notable exception? Process? Like, are we yeah. gonna go hunt Bigfoot? That'd be cool, right? <sighs> Just because it, I mean, you've been sitting in the woods for a long time. That sounds pretty good. <laughs> Home field apparel. Hunt Bigfoot. No. No. Your co- right. no? Okay. no, we can. Okay. I mean, but I don't know. You want, we can <laughs> jump into that. Yeah, all right. It's business time. I do have. I do have one quick Blood Week question, Jason. You're not going to know this, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna come back to it another well, week. We'll see about that, won't we? Okay, maybe you might. That's fair. Mm. Is there a team? That so frequently appears in a blood week that Ooh. if they if they lose, you are allowed to quietly think, ah, the the first seal. Mm-hmm. That's a terrific question. It depends on era. Sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Oregon has been very frequent. <laughs> I, I can say that over the last uh, ten or fifteen years, if a top ten Oregon loses, things are. It's weird because it'll probably happen on a Thursday night or a Friday night. Or very late on Saturday. So either things are already going wild or it's the finishing touch. It's never going to be the, like, Saturday at noon tone setter. 
Is Oregon like the Belgium in any kind of European strategy situation? <laughs> yes, you have to trample over Oregon to invade either, yeah. or uh, yeah, to to invade either Washington. Like crap! Or I smell California. burning waffles. Europe's caving in. <laughs> Uh, I mean, like Ohio State, and Bama. Obviously, if they lose, then something has gone wrong. Uh, but yeah, I, Oregon for feels really people, disproportionate there. Yeah. Okay. Something, has gone, something has gone um, askew, incorrect, but in an enjoyable way. Right. Mm. Yeah, but the gods are listening. Is what something you're saying? Has gone awry. Yeah, don't put the food out for them early. Georgia, don't no, you also, don't want to feed the blood gods green bananas. Mm-mm. Georgia's appeared on a lot of blood weeks. Every time they play, every <laughs> time Georgia plays, Georgia plays either South Carolina or Auburn. Okay. Huh. There's a good chance of a blood week. You so. know what's fucked up? They're going to get through the Auburn game. And, and if they win, they're going to think like, okay, cool. Like that was all right probably all safe here that's probably the only that's probably the only trap kevin McAllister put in this house do they play south carolina like rivalry week <laughs> i think they i can't remember if they have them like oh no they have holy them, shit uh, they do thanks, it's thanksgiving yeah they have oh, them, uh, god. Week. they're yeah, going to columbia for thanksgiving yeah thank you god and so are we oh, i've just god. decided on columbia thanksgiving bird eats you what is the weather in south carolina even like on thanksgiving day gravy just gravy, gravy. oh yeah. i love whoever put this schedule together and decided south carolina and georgia are arch rivals because in a way i think you're right <laughs> remember this is the, this is the game that this is the game that that both teams hate <laughs> both teams absolutely yeah. despise playing this game as does everyone else for the first 59 minutes but in the last minute the winner is you the viewer it, it's like watching two pythons try to swallow each other like <laughs> why are we doing this <laughs> then one of them eventually which is like oh no dude look 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 <laughs> 59 minutes on me. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, it sucks in here. <laughs> you got a, you got a terrible belly. Wi-Fi shit. <laughs> shit. You, you you ever do any re- recruiting at all? It's too fucking hot. <laughs> Stupid stomach. Can't I can't get to pga.com in here. Hey, you're a dumbass snake. <laughs> you know, just you like real like like Kirby Smart's haircut, that sure. hasn't... And there's company, too. Like, it just comes down the gullet. You're like, oh, here comes Mizzou. Gah. We're going to send a snake's gut with Mizzou. Here, here, comes, here comes the lovely but dangerous Chattaconda. <laughs> Ryan, please uh, use that voice for the rest of the show. Okay. Holly, said, Holly said, don't feed the God's green bananas. I heard Cthulhu going, Cthulhu does not need fiber. Cthulhu is regular enough. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's got like big, big long fast shits, like, <laughs> yeah. right? He's all tentacles. Everything's coming out very smooth. Yeah, uh, oh, that's an excellent point. He like may he's, be old. He's, are you saying he's a born extruder? Yeah, he may be old, but he has the pipes of a young one. Speaking of fast shits, Texas, Texas Tech. <laughs> I believe that we've decided to award Bedlam to the conference, not to a team. Right. Yeah, I think I, I think we want it to be a ro- we we all have long. Dis- Spencer, will we have... you quit reading the agenda items and let Ryan do his joke? No, it's no fine. let him do his joke. It's fine. God. He's trying to help. Let him. Let no, him try. Okay. It's cute. It is cute. You're right. 
Um, we've, we've long been on record to say that Oklahoma, Oklahoma state does not deserve the title of Bedlam because Oklahoma always wins. It's not even an interesting way. Like it is the least. Remember, remember Jason's maxim. Sometimes Oklahoma can win by a little and sometimes Oklahoma can win by a lot. That's true. You never know what you're going to get. Bedlam. Bedlam. Um, so yeah, I think we should have it rotate to the conference matchup in the Big 12 that feels most appropriate. Texas, Texas Tech is a pretty bedlamy matchup over the last, like, I don't know, 10, case. 10 15. Oh, well, so we'll start with, like, the recent, um, <clears throat> the recent ev- events in this series where you have final scores of this most recent 2020 game, Texas won 63-56 in overtime. Two years before that, Texas uh, only beat Texas Tech 43, uh, 41-34. The year before that, Texas Tech won by four. The year before that, Texas won by eight. The year before that, Texas Tech won by three. You obviously have the Michael Crabtree game in there. Like, this is mostly a pretty interesting matchup even though Texas is almost always the more talented team, the team with more to play for, et cetera, et cetera. And this game, this game that they played um, this last Saturday, did, did you all see the ending to this or at least the ending of regulation to this? I did not. Um, So this is where you get to go to ESPN.com. And I'm telling you that because now they pay Spencer money. And you can go to uh, the recap of, or you, uh, or no, you can't go to it anymore. That's a shame. Anyway, the uh, what's it called? The win percentage chart for this game was, for lack of a better word, extremely Falconsy. Where at one point in this game, uh, Texas Tech takes a fifty-six forty-one lead with three minutes and 13 seconds left to play. You know what I've always said, Ryan? Yeah. Hardest lead to protect in football is 56-41. 56-41, yep. 15-point <clears throat> lead. It's impossible. That's right. Uh, Texas then scores a fifth, uh, goes on a 59-yard touchdown drive in 34 seconds. They recover a very good onside kick and score another touchdown and the two-point uh, two conversion. Texas Tech still gets the ball with 40 seconds to play, but they can't really do anything with it. And then Texas scores a touchdown in the first overtime frame. Texas Tech doesn't score at all. And that's how you go from Texas Tech leading by 15 with 56 points with three, like three minutes left to Texas winning 63-56. That's Bedlam. That's way more Bedlam than Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Yeah, that's that's actual bet now. So I, the proposal is, as I understand, that bedlam is to be earned each year. Is it in this course of a single season? Is it still up for grabs? If if another Big Twelve game out bedlams this, is that now bedlam? You know, I'm open. I'm open to interpretation. I'm I'm I want to know what you what you all think. You know, like, what would be the oh best a Big Twelve championship if, controversy, huh? <laughs> 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 you say. What if we had dueling bedlams? That'd be Big 12 as shit. Ooh, yeah, oh, like be. a shootout. Yeah, yep. a shootout of shootouts. I one, like it. We, we could call one the false bedlam. 
That's the false bedlam. Sure. That's the bad bed lame. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State is bad lame. Bad bedlam. Bedlam schism. That's what we have. A bedlam schism. Then we pair this with the anti bedlam. The most reliable and boring of all results in the Big 12, whatever no, that may be. No, we call be. it the Day Spa because this That's, continues uh, for some reason to be a rivalry named after uh, a famous British mental hospital. I think Oklahoma, Kansas is your antebedlam. Yeah. Ooh, I li- like, can we spell it A-N-T-E, bedlam? No, yeah. never mind. That's a different Latin meaning. Oh. Yeah. I also like the idea of us just deciding this on like Tuesday in March. Just get together and be like, you yeah, know Yeah, we're going to get bored. Doesn't feel like it's bedlam there anymore, does it? No, we'll just go drive and go get it. Just take the trophy away from them. What are you doing? It's like Tuesday at 3 know p.m. The hour. Yeah, no, the elders have convened. You've lost. They decided bedlam. Heat Hornets is now bedlam. Take that. The elders are Spencer and Godfrey. We we go in and like <laughs> it's just me and Godfrey going in in druid robes with big sixty-four ounce drinks. You said it was old people. That's correct. Hey, let's do podcast business right yeah, now. Sure, let's do it. Podcast the, bedlam? That's the listener will never know about the five-minute debate we just had about when to do podcast business because surely the server will cut that out Crisp, first. crisp editing. <laughs> Perfect <laughs> <video>. <laughs> Podcast business. It's a business. You might have podcast a business song, with the bedlam <laughs> and the business. Folks. Bedlam business. Crazy deals. They're here. Crazy just, let him, just let him go. <clears throat> Folks, have we got a deal for you? It's crazy. There is another college football podcast. Ugh, what? That's right. That's right. In this economy? <laughs> in none other but this economy, in this reality, in this country, in this solar system. Split zone duo. The latest production by Moon Crew and Associates. It is Richard Johnson and Alex Kirshner are two adorable sons who are highly intelligent at college football who actually invest time and effort in looking up statistics and, and game film and stuff <laughs> to discuss college football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They definitely inherited their podcast work ethic from us. Oh, wait, uh, is this their version? Children rebel against their parents, right? That's so like if what it is. If your parents are super squares, you're going to turn out a couple of like hippie kids. So that's why have these, we have these extremely diligent and intelligent children. So I have for years been calling for these two to do a podcast together and knew always knew all along it would be great. And still I was impressed and delighted with their first two episodes. It is good. It is actually good. It, if you want to <laughs> if you want to learn things, uh, tune in. It, it's subscribe on any platform. And here's a little bit of podcast business inside the podcast business. All right. Ooh, I think this is the whoa. first ever podcast podcast business business. When you launch a podcast, one good way to help boost it is to subscribe. If you you know, if you work your way around to actually listening, hope you do, but you go ahead and mash that subscribe button, that will help ensure that that podcast sticks on those new Apple charts a little bit longer. So, if you want to support the support the whole general thing we have going on, most of our stuff is free. Split Zone Duo is often free. Go ahead and subscribe. If you listen and you like it, rate and review as well. But uh yeah, that's if what we got going on this week. If, if you, you don't like it, enough. we don't want to hear about it, frankly. And if no, you don't like yeah. it, keep that keep that your dumb opinion yeah, no, to no, yourself. Keep that message. Yeah, yourself. I don't. I didn't get into this. I didn't get into podcasting, so I would have to hear from other people. We definitely if, you, if we yeah we don't want to hear really or acknowledge in any way people who don't like splits on duo. Frankly, no. Yeah, I was going to have a question though, Jason, which is this: in this economy, my family we're counting our dollars more carefully than we've ever counted them before. So. Mm-hmm. Will I be able to afford a second college football podcast? Absolutely. In fact, these two gentlemen are uh, handing over certified winners 
at the at the Vegas betting window each week. So not only will you retain all your dollars, you will be guaranteed to make more. Ryan, I can say all that, right? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. I'm just a guest. You can do whatever the shit you want. No, I'm Ryan's you are paralegal. my attorney. Oh. <laughs> Oh, if that's against the law, you can speak with my attorney, Bud Elliott. (laughs) That that I'm okay with. Another word for a wager is an informed investment. That's Uh, that's what they are. Past results are not guarantee of future performance. Uh, No copyright violation intended. Uh, This is all the stuff you say and you can get away with anything. That's right. Wink, wink. Side effects include dizziness, nausea, Side effects include... Increased college football knowledge from listening Freckles. to if Alex you, Kirshner and Richard Johnson. If you so mispronounce that. it slightly, the podcast name does sound like a like a prescription drug. Split, split zone duo. Split split zona duo. Split zone duo. Lymphoma has occurred. May, <laughs> may, may cause surly marrow. <laughs> Homefieldapparel.com. The finest producer of clothing in all the world mostly for the upper body. However, they do also have garments for the lower body. Uh, Each week they are debuting new colleges, exciting new designs, old school throwback gear. Uh, Who are we bringing this week, Ryan? North Carolina A&T. This is Homefield's first foray into the HBCU collection, I believe. Uh, It's nice to be excited again after Mizzou. Yeah, after okay. Mizzou, after Mizzou, it's nice to get a school that has won national titles in the mix. Yeah, wow. yeah. No, Fair. no offense to home field apparel. I'm sorry, as a Mizzou grad, I'm going to have to fact check that. <laughs> Take your fucking hat know. off and ask me again. I mean, I, I, not to disparage it, whichever sports Mizzou has won titles in, there just are none that I know of. News. <laughs> <laughs> That, of um, course, is a joke because the news is not a game. That was in the funny pages. Sir, we got what? him. I'm going to give you uh... <laughs> I'm just thinking of that episode. Sorry, I'm going to be over here laughing for the rest of my life. Go on. Damn it. Um, okay. Hey, Ryan, if it makes you feel any better, it won't be a long life. That's yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That does help. Um, you're, so, you're so good at murder. I'm going to give you a quick tip. If you Not want enough, to apparently. if you want to make your life a little bit better, go ahead and pick out whichever home field paraphernalia you want to give people for the holidays now. Just buy it now and keep it in your house. And then when it's, I don't know, December 17th and you're freaking out because you didn't get your brother anything, you didn't get your mom anything, like, oh, wait, yes, you did. October you was smart enough to look out for December you because December you is so sad and you know miserable that he need he he needs a little help and this is not me projecting and I wish you wouldn't say that no but I had this I had a yeah. version of this conversation with Spencer this week as he scoffed at me doing some uh Christmas shopping and you don't understand the point of doing this stuff this far advance is not to be prepared or to feel good about yourself. The point is to pregame against your future dumbassery. Yes, that's exactly. I, Holly, I could not agree with you more. And like, you use, yeah. Yeah, the, like the entire point of, say, you know, being a prepper is, well, for some people it is to feel good, but that's, that's, that's not what it should feel good. Uh, th- that's not what should feel good. The entire point is you are the enemy. Future you 
is the enemy. This is the person you have to defeat. You have to defeat your future forgetfulness, and you have to do it ahead of time. Oh, my God. It's Looper. It's Christmas Looper. And yes, you, be your own Looper. Do you want to stop Bruce Willis or not? You can if you use the offer code FULLCAST. Get 20% off your first order. Buy something that you know you're going to give to somebody for the holiday season. And future Bruce Willis you crumbles over in a heap shot in the gut. So the next time someone says, hey, did you know Die Hard is a Christmas movie? I'm going to say it's not even Bruce Willis's best right. Christmas movie. <laughs> Bruce Willis is dead. This is the era of Joseph Gordon-Levitt, bitches. The Bruce real Willis story of Christmas is Bruce Willis dying. No, yeah. but Bruce Willis's best Christmas movie is 12 Monkeys. Bruce Willis died so Jesus could be born. <laughs> Iron Man 3 is a better Christmas movie. Iron Man there, 3 is we fix the, the internet. The best Christmas movie. Thank I will you. say the best part about this strategy is when you forget that you've done this and it's like a little surprise. Yeah. Where you were like, oh shit, maybe I, let me look. So and like, oh no, Ryan, I did it. I saved myself. Ryan, this is a good idea. Yeah. But you know what would happen if someone like Spencer or I did this? Uh, is we would one day, like Just a, a month or two from now, presence in a closet come tumbling out. Yeah, we would we would stumble mm-hmm. upon a bag of home field shirts and say, "Awesome! Now I don't have to do laundry, <laughs> clothes for a month." All I'm hearing That's, that is also a version of pre gaming against your future self. Sure. Like the strategy is strong. And, so basically, applic- any problems that you have may vary. <laughs> any problems on your horizon? What you're going to need to do is go ahead and stock up on home field apparel shirts that you can eventually throw at that problem. Right. Agreed. That's, ex- that's literally, like, literally throw it. While I was doing my fall and winter pandemic shopping uh, this week, I did notice that my laundry detergent, for example, had, like, quintupled in price. Uh, so, hey, the 13 extra home field shirts that I have in the mail right now are really going to help me, you know, stretch those those non-laundering weeks a little further. I think we're on the the poll now. God, which... I wish any of that had been a joke. <laughs> <laughs> 2020, I wish any of that had been a joke. Mm. Uh, the top 25, I would like to congratulate Oregon on their outstanding performance this week. God. Why are we doing this? Explain explain what has actually happened here, because here's another thing I'm pretty sure we spoke into existence a couple weeks ago that we should feel bad about. Yeah. Louisiana. Yeah, that our beloved Cajuns won a third game and then got butted out by Michigan, Wisconsin, Oregon. The AP poll allowing in all the Pac-12 and Big Ten teams who have not done anything to this point. And you might say, Oregon's a good football team, to which I say, look at LSU. You don't know that. I I really really like that LSU 0 and 1 is ahead of 0 and 0 Michigan. Something about that. They're like they're like EAUX and one brother. They're like they're like LSU. You you look pretty bad. You gave up 85,000 yards to a dude who just walked on campus and uh, you know allowed a coach who called four, the same four plays he's been calling for 20 years, including in your conference. Uh, you you got your ass kicked. That's terrible. You're falling in the rankings. You have lost your entire starting lineup. There's really no hope that you're going to get all that much better within the next month or two. So we're, we're lower, 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 lower. Oh, there's Michigan. Stop, Stop. right there. <laughs> you're going to need. You cannot fall below Michigan. You haven't. You didn't do that bad. 
<laughs> also, I also I also like that they sandwiched O and O Wisconsin between they're right the above one. LSU and <laughs> right below one. right they're below Oklahoma. <laughs> the Wisconsin belt between the loser teams. Like this is what did Wisconsin do this week that was like one game better than LSU? Like do, do, are we are we basing this off of actual facts? Did somebody like I don't know, man. Wisconsin probably wouldn't have done that. Yeah, that's that's 19. Let's I put mean, right there. can you imagine Wisconsin giving up 660 passing yards? No. I don't think there's frankly. time for that in a Wisconsin game. No. No. You know? They're, they're at least going to be like, I'm offended by what you're doing on offense. Like, even I'm if sure. Wisconsin gets their ass kicked, it's going to be like, you outpunted them. You know, you're going to you're going to have to you're going to have to do it in a in a hideous way. Yeah, um, you, ma- you made our useless quarterback throw like four INTs. Yeah. <laughs> I do I, hope or, the Oregon is um, playing an elaborate prank, like because the all, all the teams that we've mentioned are not. Not only are they not playing yet, most of them are not playing for like a solid month. And I would understand maybe if you were like, okay, the way we're going to do this is the week before, like the Big Ten starts up. That's when you can vote Big Ten teams in. Same thing once we get to the Pac-12 and Mountain West if you want to like pick Boise or something like that whatever but the fact that we're just gonna like let this sit here for in Oregon's case like at least a month maybe longer I hope Oregon never plays a game this season not because I wish the Ducks any ill will but just so they can like keep lying to the eight people and say no we're gonna play yeah, we're no, on we're our just, way. We're working on it, and just we're, see like no, we're we're, we're at the, we're at the exit right now. <laughs> we're getting, yeah, no, I'm in my car. Definitely we'll be in my there, car. We'll be there in 15. Oregon, uh, Oregon is Oregon is pulling the who all going to be there? They, yeah, right now Oregon is rumors by Fleetwood Mac because Fleetwood Mac, a band that has not released an album in over 25 years, together um, had rumors pop up the charts this week. It keeps because, ending up in Star Wars for some reason. It keeps yeah, ending up in Star Wars videos. Yeah, because some Not dude on a sk- some dude on a skateboard in Idaho Springs uh, decided to sing Henry along Kissinger. on TikTok. Henry right, Kissinger. it was Henry Kissinger oh, on yeah. skateboard. Oh, the it, other one it. from this, I mean, Fleetwood Mac deserves to chart. Let's face it. I agree. Uh, but the the really good one from this week was Mariah Carey's Rock Band from like 1996. Mm. Yeah, that suddenly prices are through the roof. That, that mm-hmm. I think. Imagine also Oregon. Imagine being a working musician on the cusp of succeeding, and it's early on in your career, and you're like, oh, "We're doing all right." And all of a sudden, you get blown by by somebody's like B sides, some some dead or like a performer doesn't put anything out. That's Oregon, like Oregon smoking like Cincinnati. Cincinnati's had two hard fought games. All right, Pitt <laughs> is Pitt is three and zero oh and ten spots behind Oregon. <laughs> Pitt. This is that's appropriate though, because Pitt has absolutely <laughs> sweated blood for every oh, yeah. single one of these wins. And BYU, like, no, no, no. BYU has won by a combined yeah. seven thousand to ten, and they are eight spots behind Oregon. <laughs> that's no nah, man. They're just on their own planet. My favorite part of this of this poll is none of those things. Those are all great things. Mm-hmm. It's that you go down the rankings and you can see both how many points. Um, each team has gotten in the poll and how many first place votes they got. Clemson has the lion's share. Alabama has uh, three first place votes. And then down at number six, despite not playing, Ohio <laughs> State has four first place <laughs> votes, more than Alabama, the team that just mollywopped Missouri. Undefeated. Hey, Kirk, Herb Street, we see you. Oh, man. Undefeated. 
Who's yeah? I was gonna say who's the most well-rested team in the top ten, ready That's to go. True. Like my Miami is out here murdering Florida State, <laughs> blowing people up, destroying Louisville, and they are two spots behind an Ohio State team that is yet to play. Normal. <laughs> so stupid. Normal poll. At this least Texas. Always, at least always... Texas is nine. That feels. And right. listen, if none of that flips your needle, it's twenty twenty, and here is Ryan vocally and sincerely standing up for the honor of the Miami Hurricanes. Yeah. In a poll. Um, Wait a second. Is there a coach's poll? Um, Did we I just think, abandon that? I think they're still doing the I coach's mean, poll. Okay. I was like, it could, I was like, well, at least it can't get dumb. Oh God. Where's the I'm, coach's poll? I'm going to choose not to look at the coach's poll because I assume that theirs is uh, so behind that they never even took the teams out to begin with. The mm. coaches' poll is still going, and it is no, we not. Don't, we don't. We don't need to know about that. No one needs. It's to not talk terrible. About the poll. It's like they also dropped Lafayette, so that Michigan could appear in the. God, oh, Ryan, God. they've earned the Louisiana at this point. Come on, man. So stupid. Yeah, Ryan. That the. Uh, Sorry, you're right. The LSU is Louisiana Baton Rouge. That's right. That's mm. that is the split zone duo rule where. If if they play well, they're Louisiana, and if they don't play well, they're Louisiana. Lafayette. Just base it on record. Like That's fair. LSU is zero and one. If you get above five hundred, maybe you can have your acronym back. Okay. That's fair. Um, do we have an upcoming weekend of college football? <laughs> what uh, we do. What time do is we, it? Do again? we do we do we likely have an upcoming weekend? Yeah. yeah. So far. Science point to yes. Uh. Auburn, Speaking Georgia? of magic eight balls, <laughs> let's talk about the last game first. Yep. Let's talk about our nightcap. Because <laughs> it's 1982 again, and the night game starts at 8 o'clock Eastern. The last game starts at 8, not 10.30. You, you folks need to get some sleep. Get some shut-eye so you can wake up to stream church. If you watched last year's ACC championship game, a game that Clemson won by the score of 62 to 17 huh. over Virginia. Clemson with 619 offensive yards. Seems good. That's a lot in my opinion. <clears throat> and uh, curiously, only 26 minutes of possession because mm -hmm. it turns out when you score quickly, you don't need time. <laughs> do, um, you do you guys want the ball? <laughs> We're done with it. <laughs> Did you watch this game and think, you know what? I would like to see that again and soon because guess what? 2020 has provided for you, you stupid ass. I hate it here. That is, your, that is your primetime game. That is your showstopper. That's your go-home game. We're it going is to definitely we're going to a showstopper. We're going to bed at like 945. Clemson's going to be up like 380 to 2. <laughs> <laughs> right? And oh, I hadn't it. thought of this from like a, a, a dad vantage perspective. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's oh I, you oh, guys, boy. we're going to be in bed with the sunset. There's an award there, by the way. The dad, van the dad vantage game of the week. That'd be Clemson, Virginia. Sleep the dad by the middle. Care game of the week. <laughs> the dad I feel like there. Let's not count our chickens, though, because after Central Arkansas gets done lo losing by 85 points to North Dakota State, could they make it to Hawaii in time? Wow. For the Midnighter. <laughs> no, no, they could I not. Are you sure? Jason, when you started to say that, I thought you were urging us not to count our chickens lest we jinx the Clemson-Virginia game. And I was like, no, if we're wrong, Bronco Mendenhall is thrashing Clemson. That's fine. 
What oh, makes you think? Yeah. What makes you think? I, by I'm the not way, sure that we could count enough chickens to make. No, let let's start now. What makes you think Central Arkansas One. can't get to those like <laughs> two? Can't get to those like Godzilla tunnels that they can Five. take through the earth to get there in like an hour. If we can, if we count chickens from right 11. now until kickoff, maybe Virginia can win. Thirteen. Uh oh, that's a lot of chickens already. Also, by the way, if you hate UVA enough to stay up and watch them take this whooping in the fourth quarter, you're a weird person. I'm proud of you. <laughs> yeah, there's not even going to be any dick punching. It's Clemson. Go Hokies, I guess. Yeah, like if this were Clemson, South Carolina, you'd go, yeah, I might sit around and watch them get beat 62-7 just so sure. I can see what's happening on the sideline, how mad they're going to get. Maybe fight breaks out after the game. There could be Between some interest. Between the coaches, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> Can Dabo take a punch? I don't think. Oh he no! Can. I'm sorry. I, think... I was thinking about Bronco and Will. Never mind. I had that. No, Bronco and Bronco. <laughs> oh, they God. just headbutt like Rams. Dabo is attached apologies. to the big guy with uh with the hold of his belt. The the get back guy. You mm. punch Dabo, you got that guy descending on you. Well, and also he can uh Dabo. He can brace Dabo from the rear. So if you knock Dabo back, he can kind of bounce off that dude like he's in uh some sort of trampoline gym situation. Rebound attack. Boing. Look off the belly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this is a pitiful excuse for a primetime game. Um, but there are good games. We're going to be going to bed nice and early, but we're going to get semblances of a decent college football Saturday, assuming nine games don't get. I'm talking North range. Carolina at Boston College. That's what Ryan is talking you go, about. You go straight to hell with that. Ryan is indeed talking that. Uh, but is it at the same time that we have? Yes, at the same yep. time that yep. that is happening on ABC, <laughs> for some reason, uh, over on ESPN2, we have number 25 Memphis unranked SMU, which has three times as many wins. This oh, is, I think this, yes. this feels like the very tentative game of the week. Like if this happens, mm. this is going to be a 65 to 64 blockbuster, but like anticipating any group of five game to happen especially one involving memphis and especially one involving the state of texas uh, if it happens hey houston how y'all doing yeah houston yeah. season it's about How's to happen going over there about to drop it percolating about to about to hit you with this here it comes any yeah, minute he, now houston's schedule is indeed chopped and screwed <laughs> it's a delicious hash also by the way memphis and smu might also be your night game if they get this thing off, <laughs> it might be an 18 overtimes by then. Also, yeah, yeah Virginia Clemson is the eight o'clock game, but 30 minutes before then is, I believe, the earliest Auburn Georgia game of all time in terms of the calendar. Uh, this is typically a mid to late November game, and it's nothing about this season has felt more off than this game appearing in early October. Um, like, you know, everything feels somewhat off, but this it, this felt like downright unholy looking at this game this early in the schedule. In, Can I offer schedule. a potential counterpoint it, pro the September scheduling of this game? Sure. Whatever happens, we will get to watch Georgia fans stew about it for the rest of the year. Oh, sure. Yeah. I'm glad it's happening, you know. <laughs> did, we like, get, did we get to watch play on Thanksgiving? <laughs> There's that. <laughs> oh, I was leading to that. I was leading to that. Yes. There's and that. then, There's and the, then instead, of, instead of Thanksgiving weekend being ruined by Auburn. 
we have something much better. So there's a lot to like about it being this early. You know, I'm not, I'm not really complaining. It's just strange. Just who's very gonna strange. Be, who's going to be grumpier than a UGA fan with a tight belt and a belly full of like bland mac and cheese and turkey sitting on their couch going, oh, God damn it. We got to play South Carolina. It's it'll a hearty's Thanksgiving. It'll be eight. <laughs> it'll be like eight six in the late third. They'll be like, I hate everything. It's so bloated. Misery is everywhere, Charlie Brown. <laughs> Cut me another round slice of the cranberry dressing that you took right out of the camp with the riches on it. Damn good dressing. Oh, damn good dressing. Don't tell my pastor I said damn. <laughs>